Okay, same. We should be golden. Y'all yep. recording? You good We're to on. go? Alright. I wish we could fucking... <laughs> I wish we could hear the intro song as it's playing, because I always want to dance to it, but I know I'm going to be <laughs> off by like one beat. What a fucking yeah. banger, dude. I told you I made that song, right? Yeah. DJ Khaled who, am I right? I don't know Fucking who that DJ is. Mustard. You don't know who DJ Khaled is? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know who that is. DJ Mustard. What about him? You know him? Yeah. Of them. Fucking Mustard on the beat, ho? Yeah. He picked the worst condiment for his name. But hit me up, <laughs> DJ Mustard, if you need any fucking tips, because this banger right here is all your boy. Welcome to episode 12 of Too Serious. Um, I am your host, DJ Justin Gill. With me today, as always, is Joey. Last night, he asked me to play Mario Kart without items like a fucking serial killer Saletta. How you doing, buddy? Good, dude. Sorry, I had to give it to you last night, too. What do you mean fucking give it to me? First of all, you uh, want a best of four, and I want a best of six. So, like, who really gave it to who? like, eight points. And then nine. I won by, by ten. what? Okay. For Ten's four, more for than four nine. or whatever. But <laughs> you got what you wanted with the no items, because where the fuck were the blue shells? Because every single time... <laughs> That I race, and I'm in first place because you boys always in first place. Right. There's a blue shell on the second lap or the third lap, but both times that you were in first place, I no fucking surprised. blue lap, blue I shell the whole surprised. goddamn thing. Yeah. So you got your wish for the no items because there was no blue shell. Right. Is that how you usually play? You play with no items? No, I play with items, but uh, I like doing the the what's it called the one where you like race the ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. And you just like get like I, best time. We'll have to do. We'll have to do a fucking. We'll have to get that best of three going because right now we're one and one. Yep. Oh my goodness. I'm honestly a little upset that Emily uh, didn't win. Well, I was was expecting her to. (laughs) She, uh, yeah, she was pissed off about it. She's, uh, (laughs) she was really tired last night. Last night, right when we started, um, she was excited to play. And then got so excited that she, because the controller that she uses is a GameCube controller and it's it's hooked up with a wire. So she just fucking grabbed the controller and yanked the whole <laughs> Nintendo Switch like and the dock off of where it sits on the TV stand. And I was like, oh, cool. My Switch is broken now. Yeah. And I guess it made a co- communication error between us because we fucking lagged up. Yep. But whatever. Yeah. Maybe we <laughs> we should fucking Twitch stream our, our best of three, dude. And that'll be our fucking too yeah. serious content. Yeah, right. I don't want to. I don't want to do anything but play video games anymore. <laughs> Same. I had to um I had to go grocery shopping yesterday. Have you gone since this whole thing has started? Yeah, have you not? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I I mean, I've gone I've gone like probably twice. Emily's probably gone twice by herself. Okay. Um but it's cool to see that the problems with grocery shopping before are still there, but now there's also new problems when you're fucking grocery shopping. And problem number one is why do people still not know which way to push their cart up and down the aisle? Do you fucking run into this shit? Because every single time that I go to the grocery store, I have people like they're literally driving in the UK instead and they're going the wrong fucking way. And then they look at me and I'm like, no, I'm on the right hand side, dude. Like I'm on the right hand side of the fucking aisle. You need to move over. But then, you know, then they want to fight me in a Walmart and it's not worth it. So I just move. But So that's number one, what I ran into, which is an even bigger problem now because you have to stay so far away from everybody. Number two, and this is just a quarantine problem, just a PSA out there. If you're wearing your mask 
it has to go over your nose too. You know why? Because air goes in and out of your nose as well as your goddamn mouth, you fucking mouth breathing idiots, okay? <laughs> because I saw so many people and they're probably just like, oh, I'm claustrophobic or oh, but it gets a little bit kind of warm in the mask when I'm breathing with the mask on with my nose. So they have just their fucking big ass nose hanging out the top of the mask and that's not doing anything for you. And also, you wearing a bandana, that's not doing anything for you either, you fucking bandit dude. You're not robbing the Walmart. You're trying to get in there and get out without getting sick. So, hold on a second. I thought the whole idea of wearing, uh, like, the surgical mask or, like, some other type of cloth over your mouth was preventing you from spreading your germs to other people. I didn't think it was supposed to be protecting you. I'm sorry, there's a siren. I don't know if you can hear that. Somebody else will hear that. Uh, yeah, no, that is yeah. that is a big part of it. Um, but my point still stands that if your nose is hanging out of the top yeah. of it, yep. <laughs> like, you're gonna still propel fucking snot rocket COVID out of your out of your nose if it's hanging out the top. Yep. Wow, really cool. Love that siren, Jesus. That's like the fourth time today. Really? There's some crazy shit going on in Williamsville, dude. I don't like that. Oh, man. But yeah. um, Yes. But when you're wearing... I feel like the people that are wearing the bandanas and that are wearing the cloth masks and stuff, they are going to want to reuse it. And if you don't know the proper way to put on and take off PPE and stuff like that, you're going to end up touching the front of the mask and then touching your face or rolling it off and then getting it all over you or just rolling it, crumpling it and putting it in your car, in your cup holder, and then you're going to put your cup in there and then you're going to drink out of the fucking cup later. Like it's it's just a fucking problem right. all, all up and down. Like I, I, I don't know why we thought that people were going to be smart enough to uh, smart enough to use this stuff the right way. But whatever. Uh, and then there's the other problem <laughs> on the opposite end of the spectrum is that there are so many gloves and masks just left outside oh, yeah. in the fucking parking lot. Did you see, yeah. have you seen all that shit? Yep. Disgusting, bro. <laughs> I can't believe these people. Like they literally just walk out and just, I watched a person fucking walk out and then un unravel them and then just throw them on the ground right next to them. There's garbage cans. I mean, there's garbage cans outside of the fucking place. You could just walk over and put it in. Right. But now he's like, that's, I don't want to get too close to the garbage because garbage is a known breeder of the <laughs> coronavirus. Oh my God. Yeah. People are fucking nuts. I, I've seen that shit all over Facebook and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know what goes through people's mind that they take off their mask or gloves and leave it on the ground for somebody else to pick up or, you know, contaminate whatever else. It's... Exactly. Where do you, where do you go to shop now? Wegmans. Okay, so you still go to a place that that is like crazy busy and stuff like that. Like I feel um, like a lot of people are, might be like trying to drive out to like the sticks and go to like some Dollar General in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, um, have you been to Wegmans at all or no? No, I mean I see the pictures or whatever. Is it not that way? So they're, I mean they're they're busy still. I I would think. Um, I go later in the day, like when they're okay. ready to close. Cause I normally night shop. Wegmans. Yeah. I normally shop like at like 11 o'clock at night just to avoid the groups of people in general, like even before this, but Wegmans is actually pretty good. They have, um, uh, only certain lines that you can go and check out at. And, uh, there's somebody monitoring the line the entire time. So you can't even be in line without somebody telling you where to stand. 
So oh, this not... is finally the elitist regime that Wegmans has been looking for. Right. Dude. I know they've been trying to make it a fucking concentration camp for so goddamn long, <laughs> and now they have an excuse. Dude. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, they're so they're like, ah, oh, no, we can't let you in. And they're like, why? And they're like, because you, uh, yeah, you have coronavirus. That's why. Right. <laughs> like, no, they're going to try to keep people out, bro. All right. Even like Home Depot. Home Depot's uh, monitoring how many people you can have in total in the store. So they'll they'll have count of every person in the store. And then uh, somebody will be on the outside and they'll radio to that person saying, okay, we can take one or two more people in the store. So mm-hmm. every time somebody leaves, one more person goes in. Um, so I think how you've gone to Home Depot since? Are you doing like renovations in the apartment that you don't own? <laughs> I uh, because we can't go to the gym, we bought uh, like gym floor mats for the basement. <laughs> oh, you're about to say some lumber, dude. We just yeah. been pumping yeah. lumber, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just lifting some cherry, dude. Fucking. <laughs> 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 Remember when you worked at Home Depot for less than a week? That was pretty cool, right? The worst place to work. Corporate places <laughs> are just the worst in general. It's bad because it's a corporate place? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, so my, my issue with Home Depot was I worked there for, what, uh, two weeks. I was training for, like, a week and a half. I think my first shift that I was closing the tool rental department by myself, I quit that night. Um, so this guy <laughs> came in. So the idea of tool rental, right, is people come in. They say, hey, I want to get or want to rent like a floor sander or like a painter or a saw or whatever. Yeah. And they have a certain amount of time to bring back that tool in the proper order, you know, the a functioning order that you gave it to them in. So we would start the tool up, show them that it worked properly, explain to them how to use it, and then they would leave and come back with it. So this guy the one night came in and was like, yeah, um, I rented it for eight hours. And I was like, okay, so you brought it back in like 10 or 12 hours, whatever it was. So I was like, you owe us more money because you had it for too long or whatever. And Should be fucking right, common sense. <laughs> right? You don't just get yeah. shit for free. And he argued with me and said, no, that's not the case. I didn't use it while I had it. And I shouldn't have to pay for it because I didn't use it. And I said, that's not how this works. It was out of the store, preventing other customers from renting it and using it. So you have to pay us more mm-hmm. for that reason, right? So like he, he signed a yeah, a you, you signed basically a lease right, agreement almost, right? Yeah, for yeah. that for that amount of time. So he argued with me, argued with me, and then uh, I I was like, listen, I'm not going to give you any discount on this. So he called the manager over, and the manager gave him the discount on it. So I said I quit because you don't like. Nope. How they principle. bend to the will yeah. of fucking yeah. idiots. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. No, that makes sense, dude, for real. They, they, uh, there is almost a, uh, fuck. Like, I, 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 I want to, I, I feel the same way as you because I like to work at places where there is like a camaraderie and like you feel like you can at least be backed up, especially by management. Right. Because you should be able to commit to an idea if someone's being a piece of shit like that. Yeah. Like, there are people, that, and I can guarantee, dude, that guy, that walked around talking about like I want this free shit, I want this fucking they think that they can just push around corporations and businesses and stuff. I bet you he's the one fucking touting and probably protesting this the the fucking quarantine so that he can <laughs> say, Oh, let the businesses are suffering, like we need to open them up. Like, dude, you've been bleeding out businesses for years, calling them up and being like, Well, I guess I'll switch to a different provider then because I forgot to pay my bill for three months and you're treating me badly. Right. Like, no, dude, like you made an agreement. Hey, stick to the agreement. That's all. That's yeah. fucking all. 
Now, actually, and this reminds me now of, um, of, uh, cause I think we, we talked about, I don't know if you thought about this shit at all since, since then, but, um, I had a story that I wanted to tell, I think at the end of the last podcast about Tim Hortons, did I, did I tease that last time? Did I tell you no. about that shit? Oh, okay. I don't think so. Well, this is an example of extreme camaraderie at the Tim Hortons that turned out, I think is they, they took this a little bit too far and I want you to tell me if I'm being a dick. So and actually just agree with me. Don't tell me I'm being a dude. <laughs> so it was breakfast time, obviously. Um, I'm going to Tim Hortons drive through with uh, with Emily. And um, we just ordered some bagels and some fucking, I think at this time I was still drinking iced cappuccinos because I like to shit my pants after I have breakfast every single morning. Yeah. So just two, two fucking toasted bagels and two fucking iced cappuccinos. And that's all we ordered. Um the I go up to the window after I make the order. I give them my money. I get the first bagel. Cool. I get both the drinks. Cool. They say second bagels coming up. I was like, thank you so much, Tim Hortons. And then I see in the window um, one of the workers that is at like the the making station yells at the person that is at the window and at the register and is like, hey, heads up. They throw my bagel in, in the in the wrapper. <laughs> And then drop it on the ground. No way. Yeah. It, it's in the wrapper though. Okay. And that's their point. So then they, 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 they make like a, oh, and then they look at me to see if I noticed and they know that I noticed and then they grab it off the ground and then they try to hand it to me. Oh my and I God. Say, and I say, oh, and they're like, what? I was like, I was like, can I have an, can I have a new one? And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, I just saw you. Th- throw it on the ground. Can I have a new one? And they were just like, are you kidding? I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not kidding. I feel like this is a pretty basic, uh, basic food service. You drop the yeah, food on right. the ground, you give the person a new one. Um, and she was just like, she was like, it's in the wrapper. And I was just like, well, I've worked in food service. I know what your floor looks like. Right. It doesn't matter. And also side point, I didn't say this part to her, but um, when you get Tim Hortons, dude, and I know you're going to say like, oh, whatever, the wrapper is gross anyways. You don't know what happened to it, whatever. But at least I don't know that it fell on the floor. A lot of times when I get Tim Hortons, I'll lay out a little fucking basket on my on my lap while I'm driving. And right. then I'll eat the fucking thing made out of the wrapper or some like napkins or whatever the fuck. So I was like, that's super gross. And even if I do it the way where you just like slide the little the bagel out the top of the wrapper yeah. and then eat it. Like there's a chance that I could like wrap my big juicy moist lips around the wrapper that was on the ground. So her point of it's in the wrapper. I was like, I don't, I was like, uh, I don't, I don't understand. That's what I said. I was like, I don't understand. I was like, you dropped it on the ground. Like I, I kind of froze because I couldn't handle that kind of stupidity. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, can I just, I was like, can I just have, can I just have a new one? <laughs> and the the uh the manager comes over which is it was really funny because this this manager is actually a girl that went to our school and she was a grade above us and she should have recognized me and she should have been like oh fuck but she didn't recognize me because i'm not that i'm not as cool as i say that i am (laughs) and um she says what's the problem and i was like they they dropped my food on the ground and they saw me see them drop my food on the ground. And I asked for another one and they don't want to give me another one. And she was just like, 
she she closed the window you know how they fucking close the window so that they can talk to each other without me fucking hearing them yeah and then i was like oh fucking cool and then she opens the window she was like we'll just get you another one i'm sorry about that and i was like okay already don't believe you very cool right and then she gives me a coupon for a free uh like a free bagel or whatever good yeah looked at the coupon while i'm sitting there expired already <laughs> like two years ago expired already so like what the fuck am i being a piece of shit here no, like no. that was the end of the encounter like yeah. they gave me a new one i guess i don't fucking know if it was a new one or if they fucking whatever but uh yeah you dropped the food on the ground like i feel like that's so fucking simple and also i know people didn't pat used to work at that tim hortons okay fucking bader used to work at that tim hortons i think they would tell us stories and i mean like i don't know I forget. Did you ever work in food service? No, not the floor of food service. If you've worked in a place like that, sorry, I'm giving away the insider secrets. Or if you worked in a restaurant, you know more than I do that the only thing that gets done with that floor is the quip, the quippest, the quickest mop job of your life because you're running late and you want to get out of the fucking restaurant because it's time for you to go. So you literally, basically, just throw the mop. And then whatever water droplets hit the ground, that's what it is. So there is a good chance that that Tim Hortons floor hasn't been washed in decades, pretty much. So fuck those people for sure. And the audacity to give me an expired coupon. <laughs> so fucking have You should have immediately turned around, gone back to the drive-thru, and then used the coupon just to have them and then be when like, they'd be this like, is expired. And be like, guess yeah, what? You just fucking like, handed you just it, fucking to gave it to me. <laughs> dude, I know. But then it's like I would have just gotten another fucking tainted bagel, dude. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I, it just wasn't fucking worth it. So yeah, that. Uh, so I haven't gone to that Tim Hortons since. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of I'm a man like you. I'm a man of principle, dude. I'm not yeah. gonna, if you fuck me over. I haven't gone to that five guy. Well, the quarantine's made it a lot easier. But I haven't yeah. gone to that five guys that we talked about in episode two or three or whatever the fuck it was. And I haven't gone to that Tim Hortons in like three or four years. So uh, yeah, I go to that Tim Hortons yeah. uh, almost every day when I'm at work. So you know the one that I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. Just to make sure that you're going or. Well, fuck, don't go there. Hey, yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a whole new staff, but it's not like it fucking matters. They That's still haven't true. washed their floors. So yeah. it's fine. Do you, uh, so not to put you on the spot here, but do you have any, I know I told you to think about it and then I never fucking reminded you. <sighs> yeah, Can you remember any times getting treated like garbage? Um, I mean, it's, it had to, you know, it's got to happen. Uh, I don't know. I, not that I can think of nothing, nothing that's been so crazy. Um, cool. This no. is like probably the best. This is the highlight. I'm going to yeah. make this the clip. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't fucking matter. I feel like stuff like that happens a lot only because you can't really, um, you don't really know what you're going to be walking into whenever you go into a restaurant. And by that, I mean, you don't really know who is going to be serving you or what kind of day they're having because just working in the service industry in general is stressful and annoying because of that corporate shill attitude that they have uh, in management where the customer can pretty much treat you like garbage and you'll get fired for it. Right. So I understand. <laughs> but also, if you drop my food on the ground, don't try to give it to me. Like I feel like that was – like everyone that works at that Tim Hortons all – are people that we went to school with so it's like i don't i don't fucking understand what the problem was yeah 
stupid. So stupid. I've been on the opposite side of that with when uh, a customer has like attacked me as an employee. Uh, yeah. I used to work at um, a pharmacy. Uh, <laughs> and one of the, one of the guys in the area who owns, um, a smaller business and is kind of well-known came into the pharmacy and was like, Hey, uh, my girlfriend's in the car right now. She's in a lot of pain. I need hydrocodone. That's not how like, it works. <laughs> right now. I was like, I was like, uh, <laughs> I can't just hand you hydrocodones. I was like, that's, I was like, I need a prescription. And he was like, he was like, so you're going to let this girl in my car be in pain because I don't have a prescription? And I was like, yes. Yeah, I said, you yeah. need to consult a doctor first. I said, I can't just hand you drugs. And uh, so this fucking asshole takes his wallet out, dude, flashes like $1,000 in my face. Oh, shit. And he was like, I'll buy this stock of hydrocodones from you. I was like, not happening. Right? Oh I was like, you're not God. getting it. He's, he's Is this screaming. a kingpin, dude? What the dude, fuck? he acts like it. And yeah. if, if I told you who it was, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. Oh, you knew who this was? Oh, yeah. He's on you TV the all customer? the time. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> put his name out there now, but I'll tell you after. Um, oh, my God. And uh, yeah, he acted like a real fucking asshole. He thought that he like ran the show and was forcing or trying to force me to sell him fucking controlled substances. So. The pharmacy this girl in my car. The yeah, fuck? yeah, and that was the other thing. It wasn't like his Russian wife. prostitute. Right, like, why right. is it <laughs> just was... some girl in your car? Yeah. Tell her to come in. Right, there's Tylenol. Yeah, fucking take some shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the funniest part because I think he never said it was his wife. He said <laughs> I, he may not have even said girlfriend. He said this I have girl a girl I hit with my car, car and now she's in my trunk and she's been a lot of pain. That's how he worded it, and it was super fucking <laughs> oh, weird. And even the pharmacist came over while he was watching. I mean, he sat there, he he stood there and like watched me get yelled at for about five minutes before he came over. Cool. How long were you working there at this point? Um, probably like a year and a half. So long enough for this pharmacist should have fucking came in and yeah. saved your ass immediately. Right. What a piece of shit. <laughs> right. <Fucking> so, <laughs> so he came over and he said this exact same shit that I said, but he was just like, you know, I- I'm sorry, but. You know, again, apologizing to these people, you know, trying mm. to be nice because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be nice to people that are screaming at us. And uh, he's like, you know, I'm sorry, but you need a prescription. We can't just hand you drugs. That's that's illegal. You know, New York State sets these sets these laws. We can't just give you whatever you want, whatever. Um, but yeah, that, that was one of the funniest, funniest uh, customer interactions that I've had. This is a fucking TV personality. Yeah. It's like a famous person. No, 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 no. He he's a businessman um in the area that's just on TV all the time promoting his shit. Mm. Is the guy from Joe's barbecue and foot massage? Is that him? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched the Joe's barbecue and foot massage foot massage fucking advertisement? You all need to go watch it because it's hilarious. I've so, never heard of that. That's a thing. Wait, really? Are you serious? Barbecue should... and foot <clears throat> massage? Bro, I don't know if it's a troll. I don't know if it's a troll or if it's a real thing or not, but it's so fucking funny, man. We should uh we should play you know, well, maybe we could play it on the we could play it on the park. Would you be able to do that? We yeah, could edit I, it in. Yeah, yeah, I could put it in. Yeah, play it real quick and let me listen to it and then I'll I'll put it in. Well, I don't think I could play it through my mic. I think I would just we would just have to pause and you'd have to well, it's not fucking worth it. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Because I don't think you'd be able to hear it through my fucking shit. 
No, no, you you Whatever. could you could play it through disc, but we could check it out at the break, honestly, yeah, yeah. because we'll have to fucking talk about that at some point. I'm sure. I am sure because we have a, we're having a guest. Oh uh, yeah, we didn't mention that in the beginning. We're having a guest at the uh, coming up soon here. What, what time we got? Yeah, in just a couple of minutes actually. Um, what we at twenty three? All right, and he is one of the biggest memers around, so I am sure that he has watched this a million times over. So we'll get to watch it in between, and then maybe we can uh, maybe we could play it at the break. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Something will happen. Yeah, Maybe we, we, we won't do anything at all. We can we'll fucking it. see. Yeah. But you need to watch that for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's – I can't believe that he just tried to bribe you. See, yeah. I would I would think – my initial thought process was that he was a reporter and that's what you meant by TV personality and he like was on the news or some shit like that. Yeah. And I thought that he was trying to like get you in a story, be like – fucking walgreens wegman's (laughs) the wegman's pharmacy fucking uh illegally selling hydrocodone yeah yeah. (laughs) because of a girl in the car (laughs) (laughs) i wonder who was the one that coined that or coined the uh the way newscasters have to talk is it just like a known way that it's like interesting like it keeps people listening yeah like, right it's like the I... up speak at the end and then like mama bomb 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 like they always meet it bomb <laughs> bomb they always meet it at the same place every yeah. time it's like a fucking melody it's like they're they're all singing the same song right in their own voices it's perfect i love it i'll have to ask fucking i'll have to ask our they go to Max. reporter school yeah that's that's how they're taught do you think that's what it is it's gotta be right I... or they just look at their idols when they're growing up and be like right just, just like an unspoken rule on how to yeah. report. Because I there's no way they fucking talk like that in real life. And if they do, that would be hilarious. Right. Do you did you ever watch uh, Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, all of it. There that character, that uh that newscaster character. When he actually like talks like he talks like that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking black news reporter guy. Yeah. That shit's so funny. I think that would be so funny if you're just having a conversation with somebody and they're constantly just like <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Too Serious. Today, we, actually, there are people that record their podcasts like that. Like, that's how people... So bad. Yeah, every single... Like, if you ever listen to fucking Radio Lab, dude. <laughs> I have never. Radio Lab's an NPR... Well, you've never listened to anything on NPR because you're the most conservative man I know, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but yeah, they, there's a... there's a. Uh, it's not a podcast. I guess it's a fucking radio show, but they turn it into a podcast called Radio Lab, and they actually speak like that throughout the entire episode and i don't know if i could listen to a full like hour and a half of someone pretending that there was a shooting in alabama yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that's perfect man um should we uh should we give a little give a little backstory on our guest how good of a how good of friends are you with it? His, his name's Clark. I don't know if I if if we've introduced him yet, because I I I have a pretty pretty limited um grasp on who he is as a person. So I have no idea how this fucking episode is gonna go. So you might have to drive it a little bit more than I listen. I, I will be able to. I haven't I, even in high school. I never talked to Clark ever. Oh, perfect. This is gonna be a shed show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here, no Clark. From what I understand, I could be wrong. But he has told me that he's listened to every podcast. So, oh, shit. So he's listened to every episode. Um, he's told me that he wanted to get involved because he thinks that some of the episodes are too boring. So if you want to give sense. him shit for that, go for it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. so yeah, he he uh, he wanted to to get on and talk about some some uh, juicy topics, I guess. But he doesn't know what Perfect. he's talking about, so he expects I... you to <laughs> lead. I I told. <laughs> I gave him a little bit of insight as to what we would probably lean into. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, no, I have I have no fucking direction for this. But this will be the first, uh, first quarantine guest and the first episode with a guest that we can actually have all three of us on. So that's the only benefit of, of yep. this. But I don't think you said that he did, wasn't going to have a, uh, a camera, right? Yeah, unfortunately, there's so no, no video. That'll be super annoying, hearing a fucking ghost voice. Already making the episode worse, Clark. Yeah. So <laughs> the bar that you set for us being boring is already being lowered. So con- congratulations. Um, I guess we'll we'll uh, we'll see you when we have Clark on here. Um, and when you hear my voice, you're going to hear an added voice with me and Joey later. All right. All right. We are back with our first ever quarantine guest, um, our first ever guest with Joey as well, which is, which is like I was saying, it's kind of a benefit of the quarantine because before we were limited to just having the two people at once. Um, but with us today is Clark. It's the Remix to Ignition Hot and Fresh Out Remission. Matner, how you doing, buddy? That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm feeling um, I wanted uh, to take you to come up with that one. That uh, wasn't off the top. I it know took, it wasn't. It took it took the shower. Took the shower this morning. I had to get a good one for you because you are an avid listener of the podcast, right? True. You're dude. a fan. I gotta I gotta treat the fans re- with respect. Now, you and I. I don't know how your relationship is with Joe. I was I was asking him earlier, uh, but you and I we, we're not like exceptionally close. I feel like our relationship stops after the memes and the video games and that's it like we've never hung out or anything like that so i don't really know you personally um but i do know tidbits bits and pieces of your story a little bit i know that you had a period of some of the roughest few years i've heard about from anyone that i know um in my life and you have as far as i can tell bounced back in a way that not a lot of people do um so I was wondering if you're okay with it, if you would share with our listeners, including you know myself, uh, a little bit about um, what it was that you were going through a couple years back, right? Oh, yeah. So um, basically the story starts, so I got really sick. So I was a sophomore in college, and I was really sick for a really long time, like... Um, and this is, this is going back to the very beginning. And it got to a point where... I was like, okay, I've been sick for maybe a month now. It wasn't just a cold. I'm going to go to the hospital. And I, I, I had, like, really bad fatigue. Like, it was it was very strange. So I went to the hospital. I got my blood drawn. Um, and they called me later that day. And they were like, you need to get to the emergency room right now. Because, really, you're about to die. And I'm like, uh, okay. So, um. So obviously that was kind of scary. So I called my dad and I get rushed to uh, Millard Fillmore. Well, I drive myself there and my dad meets me there and they run all these tests and they come back. And at this time, I'm still I'm still in the hospital and they're like, listen, you know, your white blood cell count is completely through the roof. Your blood is almost as thick as oil. 
Uh, we think that you may have leukemia or lymphoma. Um, and we're going to be transferring you to Roswell. Uh, and this is all on the same day. This is all on the same day that I went, I got the blood taken, got the call, then got transferred to Roswell. Jesus all in, Christ. all in the same day. They were that confident immediately that they were like, we need to ship you. Yeah. Ship yeah. You because, because <laughs> I was in day, if I, if I, if I hadn't gone to the hospital that day, I probably would have had severe organ failure in the yeah. coming days. I mean, that's how thick my blood was. So was it that you were feeling progressively worse or it was, was it the like fatigue it just was wasn't progressively, going away? The fatigue was progressively worse, which is yeah. what the blood, the blood thickening was causing. Like I couldn't run up. Yeah. I, I couldn't run upstairs. You right? had that like, I Iraqi be soil blood going on. So <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I get transferred to Roswell and there they confirm that I have what they call CML uh which is chronic myeloid leukemia mm-hmm. um actually it's a it's it's a point of contention they don't really know it's there's two types there's acute and chronic uh acute is pretty they're both pretty dangerous but acute is like the you're about to die and chronic is like we have drugs for that kind of one so they mm-hmm. didn't really know they found out they Roswell obviously works fast, right? Yeah. Like Roswell, you know, you, they don't play when it They're comes on to their that. shit. Always. Yeah. They have to. Be. So they identified in me the following day, a chromosome called the Philadelphia chromosome, which led them to believe that I now had CML. And that's like, they're like, okay, we can work with this. Right. Um, anyway, going back to the story. So, I had to get put on a bunch of machines. They had to drain my blood of excess, uh, excess white blood cells. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a really big machine, and I remember it was really weird because I, you know, at this point personally, I was like, "All right, like this sucks." So I'm just gonna have to kind of do my best to wait this out. Right. I remember they brought in the machine. I was playing League of Legends at the time because I had my laptop. Right? Now, of course. Was, now, first of all, of course you were. Now, bro, of course. Yeah, so I was playing League of Legends, and they're and they're running my blood through this machine, and I I had to tell them if I had if I was getting dizzy because that meant they were taking out too much blood yeah. at once, right? Uh, and I know Justin, you work in a hospital. You might know of this machine. It's like a dialysis machine almost. Yep. But they basically run through run your blood through the machine, and it, you know. It soaks out excess cells. Yeah. Anyway, they did that. It's like a filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Layman's terms, uh, it's pretty much a blood filter. It gets rid right. of the stuff that, that's not supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> they had to do that before they started me on key. And, and again, this uh, this is the day after I got my first blood check at Millard Fillmore, Jesus right? Like Christ. this stuff is working, like stuff is moving fast, right? Mm. Obviously, my 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 family is really, really concerned Right. Um, you know, I'm kind of at the time I don't I I wasn't I was like, okay, this is my situation and this is what's happening, so like I, I I'm not gonna worry about it. Uh I stopped myself from looking online about stuff like this, right? Like mortality rates. Like Which I was like, I'm not gonna absolutely look absolutely the play. Yeah. I'm like, you I'm not gonna look at any that. of that. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna so anyway. Um, they do that, and then they start me on chemo the next day. Uh, 
and it's and chemo sucks ass dude like it was really it was really it was really horrible man like they would come in and they'd be in the in full fucking uh like hazmat suits you know with the with the thing and i'm like man this is terrible Mm -hmm. um it's nothing like I ever imagined chemo was like, I mean, I'm not a med, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I'm not a medical guy. So like, I don't know when someone says they go yeah, it's not chemo, like the movies or TV yeah. or anything where yeah, everyone's yeah. just like sitting there in a chair with some friends. Like, no, it's, it's, yeah, a, it's a lot it's, bleaker than yeah. that. So anyway, so I get chemo for seven days. Hmm. Um, I don't get radiation. Um, and I get chemo for seven days and, Luckily, that the first round of chemo put me into remission, uh, which again at this point was some really good news that my family like wanted to hear. Pretty right? rare too. Yeah, yeah. And that's what my doc, you know. And I had a whole. I'm a, I, again. I'm Roswell. They're on. They're on one. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I had a whole team of doctors. Like they would. You know they were. I could. I could ask for anything. Like this. This is one of the things I was actually talking to Justin Trankel. Mm. Where I'm like, even now, years after, I go to Roswell for all my medical needs. I don't even know how normal people get regular medical procedures anymore. Yeah. Like, where do you go? Like, I call Roswell and it's done immediately. Right? Like, <laughs> like, we're sending so, a team to you now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can so, pick, up, pick you up in a chopper. Yeah. So anyway, um, anyway, I got put in remission. That's really good because it's the first round of chemo. Usually people have to go through tons of it. Right. Um, yeah. Which is really, which is, which was really great. But then the, the they're like, well, we need to move fast. Like you're young, you're 22. We put you in remission, but we need to keep you in remission. So we're gonna give you a bone marrow transplant oh, because Jesus if this Christ. comes back, you are you're you're fucked. That's what my doctor told me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank. My doctor was named Doctor Griffiths. She's like, listen. You're fucked if this comes back. There's <laughs> nothing we said. can That's what he said? That's how he said it? It's she. That's what she said. Oh. Wow. But what it, a fucking really, sexist, Joe. Yeah, I, I'm really, already just assuming people's but it was really Like, she wasn't, like, she was, like, very serious, right? Like, it was somber when she told me that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, there there wasn't any, like, sarcasm. It was, like, listen, like, we need to work now. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I cannot, and and she's, like, She's like, you know, you're young, you'll survive the transplant, uh, the transplant. Like they don't give, you know, a lot of the time they don't give old people this because it kills them. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, so I get docketed on for the transplant. Luckily, since I was put in remission, I could go home from the hospital, which is really nice. Right. Cause I, by yeah. this time I had been in the hospital for two months had two bouts of pneumonia, went into the ICU once. Jesus Christ. Um, because I had 105 fever with no immune system. Hey, that's too high. Immediately, uh, that's too high. They were so that yeah, they were gonna throw me in an ice bed. Uh, luckily, because I, I remember, because I was watching fucking Apocalypto, you know, the movie <laughs> by Mel Gibson, yeah. and I was in the ICU and I was just like dying. And I remember, <laughs> and I remember. I actually so they don't they didn't want to give me Tylenol because Tylenol is a bad drug for if you're immunocompromised because it masks your fever, right? The only thing that you that your body is doing that tells you what's ha- what's that something's yeah, wrong when you have no immune system that is, you is, is, is a point. fever, right? Yeah. Um 
So, but like I have 105 fever, so they're pumping me full of Tylenol, right? Like they're like, you know, we we need to keep you from your body from frying your organs. Mm. Anyway, I was in the ICU for three days with pneumonia. Then I got pneumonia again after that. Pneumonia is really apparently a big deal in hospitals, I guess. So, <laughs> um, and I got it twice, so that was not fun. Um, um, anyway, so I finally get to go home, uh, which is really nice, uh, because obviously it's not like they're doing the transplant. I mean, I, I need some time to recover from chemotherapy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, hang on. How long were you there for? In the beginning for my regular chemo, I was there for about a month in the hospital, Okay, about a month and a half. So yeah. I went in May 20th and I got out. I think early July, maybe, maybe a bit after 4th of July. Uh, and then my transplant was scheduled for, um, September, September 17th. Um, cause obviously what they need to do for a bone marrow transplant is it's not, it's not as caveman as it used to be. Right. So, it's it's not technically a bone marrow transplant it's a stem cell transplant right but they but what they do is they is they knock out my immune system knock out my bone marrow give me someone else's stem cells and those stem cells turn into bone marrow hmm. um so obviously it's a long time because they have to find a donor they have to find a correct match uh the weird thing is my twin brother was not a match um so that's a little strange. Fucking useless brother. Jesus Christ, um, dude. What the fuck is he even there for? Yeah, if he can't yeah, give me some cells, organs, dude. Slide right? you some cells. Jesus so, Christ. So eventually I, they found a donor who matched all, who was a perfect match, which was really nice. Uh, um, and then, yeah, and then I kind of just like kicked it at home until the transplant. Um so that was so that that was kind of boring. I wasn't really doing much at home. I was just kind of like feeling shitty at home. Mm. And then the transplant came and I remember the day before, I think I I I I went to like the Syracuse State Fair and did a bunch of fucking debauchery or something. I don't know. <laughs> I drank a bunch of alcohol or something. Anyway, and so anyway, we go in so I go in for the transplant and I get basically chemotherapy again because they need to wipe my immune system uh that wasn't fun i got radiation radiation sucks ass Mm -hmm. um and i got quite a bit of it uh so got full body radiation um and then they gave me the transplant and i kind of just sat in the hospital for two more months after that uh how was the recovery I because I I've heard that the marrow trans well now you said it's more stem cells but I had heard that marrow transplants is like one of the most painful surgeries you can have. Well, that's the thing is it it, it wasn't a surgery. It's not. Oh okay. They in, they just they just injected me with okay. stem cells. So they weren't scraping um, you. No. Like so what happens to the uh, to your bone marrow? It gets replaced. They uh, like it in a lab how does the body just him. get rid of it? Because there's no bone marrow. And they're like, okay, uh, it, 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 in my understanding, and again, I'm not a medical, I just know from, you know, ba- basic research, yeah. the, it, because I have no bone marrow, that's how the stem cells know, right? 
they're like, my body is trying to find cells to make things, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that be organ tissue, it's like, tissue, hey, you're skin. not doing shit. Let's make you some right. bone marrow instead. Hey, we don't much. have. Hey, there's not bone marrow here. We need you to be bone marrow, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of how they, quote unquote, program the stem cells to know, right? Yeah. Um, and obviously, your immune system comes from your bone marrow, right? The whole point of a of a bone marrow transplant is because is my immune system wasn't killing off the cancer cells, right? Um, that is a problem obviously mm-hmm. uh and so they give you a new immune system that does right um but the recovery involves uh basically your new immune system eating your old one and then becoming yours right wow. so you get this chimera effect of at one point and I, maybe i still have it i have two blood types Right, I would have two blood types. That's so fucking nuts, man. Yeah, that's crazy. But because I was O negative before, I am now A negative now because my donor is A negative. But there was a time when I would have been both. Wow. Um, and that's that's kind of complicated. I have I have this like paperwork, and I I wear this green band because like if I get in a car accident. They can't just give me O negative blood because that would suck. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, the, but the recovery was, like I said, it wasn't a surgery, but it was more of you can't get sick. You're really weak because you have a lot of you had a lot of chemotherapy, and you're really skinny, so you have to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how it was. So that's basically the recovery. The recovery was me not doing anything for a long time right like while your body figures it out yeah trying to send it to the right location it's like well we got the comedy cells we got these big dick cells what don't we have oh send them to where they need to go yeah so eventually and that's why i i was in the hospital for like i was in the hospital longer for the book for the transplant than i was for the initial chemotherapy so i was in the hospital for about so i went in september 17th i don't think i got out till late october Mm. um i think a few days after halloween is when i got out into november um and then yeah even when i went home uh i still couldn't really go out in public right uh because my immune system was all right but it wasn't full yet and that's kind of it uh you know and then i continued on immunosuppressant medication up until about last month is when I finally stopped the last of my immunosuppression because my immune system. So it took, so let's see, it's been about three years, two years. Yeah. Let's so give how, it about three years for So for, quick sidetrack, just because of what's going on today now, how at risk are you then? Super at risk. Yeah. I would die. Yeah. Um, mainly because it's, uh, cause, uh, I had the two pneumonias, mm-hmm. um, my lungs aren't exactly the the most healthy yeah. from that, from uh-huh. just chemo in general. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty dangerous out there. So I have to be super careful with the coronavirus. Um, again, the pro- I guess the problem would be, I think a, a lot of with, with this stuff is like the hospital hospitalizations. Like I wouldn't, I'm not at risk of not having a hospital room because I just go to Roswell, right? Yeah. Roswell isn't jam-packed 
and Roswell's not a, your typical hospital, right? Like, like they have a hospital system, but yeah. you don't walk in there if you're sick, right? No, like, it's you catered know. more towards people with your right condition. So, like, <laughs> I would, I would have, you know, if I needed a ventilator, I would get one. It would, that, the problems that other people are facing, I wouldn't face. Not to say that it wouldn't still be dangerous if I got it. But oh, like the, well, yeah, the, you would 100% be like the, low yeah. tier. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> hospital, but the, the, the overwhelming of the hospital systems and the healthcare system, that wouldn't affect me, mm-hmm. right? I would, I would be taken care of, you know, m- probably more swiftly. I mean, yeah. you, should, you should see Roswell, dude. Roswell is locked the fuck down. I can't even get in there unless I show them my ID. Mm. So, um... So yeah, so I have to be careful, but it's not like I can't go outside. Like I said, if I get it, I'm not, I'm, I don't have to be afraid of, oh shit, uh, we don't have room in this hospital, go home and only come back if it's an emergency, right? Yeah. Like I would be quarant- like hard quarantined in Roswell with all of their equipment, so... Mm. Well, you know, fucking well, like, comment, and subscribe unless you think Cancer patients should die, guys. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> just put that tag at the end of your really heartfelt story, just just because. Well, it was so. I I have a lot of stories from the from the hospital too, because like a lot of people like in the hospital room were dying, right? Like mm-hmm. I would, you know, yeah. I I may, and this is probably a dark joke, but I would make the joke to my dad because he would obviously come see me every day, right? Mm-hmm. That you know. They have they have priests coming for they have any religious whatever religion you are they have ministers of right that you can you know see to talk to you know what I'm saying so I make the joke like the priest comes in and asks me if I if I need consul and I'm telling my dad I'm like yeah you never want you never want to see the priests coming into your room you know what I'm no, saying no like, no 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 no, no. <laughs> like that's like you the doctor is like that's one thing but when the priests start yeah. coming like that's when you're like oh He's like boy. are you sure you don't want to accept <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, you know? accept Jesus Christ as your yeah priest. so that I was, yeah, I'm like dad I'm doing fine like I, as long as the priests aren't coming we're stay all the right. fuck away from me yeah but you know so it's it, so that was that was pretty funny. I mean, they they were they were obviously they're not. That's my joke, but you know they they help people in there. I didn't need it, but you know, well, they have that to is that, yeah. that is testament to uh, part of what I was what I was saying in terms of you bouncing back. You are, um, am I? Is it fake? Is it a front? Because you seem to be one of the more optimistic. Uh, you're a realist, but but you really are a generally um, easygoing, happy. I almost want to say person. Like you're constantly making jokes. Is it? Were you always like that before this too, or was did like the impending doom, uh, you know, set some sort of meme fire inside of you? Uh, no, I was I was always I was always like this. I mean, like, like, like I put it like this when people ask me ask me this stuff is like when you when someone comes to you and I'll always remember the looks that the doctors were giving me when they told me, Hey, Mm. you have leukemia and it's bad and we're going to have to do a lot for you to survive. Right. Like, Mm. and they were, you know, when someone tells you that there's, you can only do so many things, you know, you can only be like, well, I guess this is it for me. You know, 
you know, and it was like it was either it was either cry about my situation or or do the best I can to like you know like we're just I'm just gonna have to wait this out and and you know tr- you know trust that the doctors at Roswell are doing the what they can you know what i'm saying like i yeah like when i would be asked i'm like the ros like i'm gonna let roswell worry about it right so you roswell- perform better than most people because most people when something's out of their hands they almost fucking go nuts because right. they want to have some right. sort of semblance of control over what's happening to them in yeah. their life especially but you yeah. had the, the i like i mean it's it sounds like i'm sucking your dick but you had the gen- the willpower to be like nah I, I can't fucking do anything so what the hell what the hell does it matter yeah i can't i can't I can't do anything. It's it's entirely it's up to Roswell, right? Gotta trust and, the process. But, but yeah, it's exactly what it was. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm like, listen, Roswell pays these doctors a fuck ton of money. They're the Roswell doesn't just hire any oncologist. You know what I'm talking about? Like these yeah. guys are the best in the country. People come from all over the country to seek opinions at Roswell. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like this isn't just your your typical hospital room. These guys are are specialists in what is happening here. And I'm going to let them worry about it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll do what they tell me, right? Like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to, you know, but I'm not going to sulk. I'm going to, you know, you know, do my best not to, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not going to look up mortality rates. I'm not going to see all that stuff. I'm just going to, you know, let, let the process go and, uh, trust that the doctors know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. So anyway, that you know that's what I did. Like in my hospital room, I had them bring in my desk. I brought in my PC. I had my dad <laughs> smuggle really? in my my PC. I had the Ethernet cord hooked up to my to the to the. Did Roswell have good internet, dude? They did. They had oh, great. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Internet. But the thing is, the thing is, is when the entire like they would do like resets like at night, right? Yeah. My he internet says. would go down. I'm like, what the fuck, uh, dude? Shit. Like, uh, that kind of pissed off the nurses because I would kind of just like be at my desk a lot of like what I am now, right? Like, just like <laughs> on my computer, and they'd be trying to like give because I, I would get like save your life and medicine. shit, and you'd be like, nah, fucking well, raids in an hour, bro. <laughs> well, I was, well, yeah, it was uh, well, like I would be playing, I was playing Overwatch. Get this buff, dude. I was playing oh, Overwatch, Overwatch in, oh, okay. in the in the in the nurses like, yeah, because I had to get this blood clot medication. <laughs> that all transplant needs and it's an injection mm-hmm. uh and i'd be like yeah hold on a minute like i have to go and it was it was weird because like i made an impression on a lot of the nurses because i wasn't like a lot of their patients right mm-hmm. um you know I, w- I would do things i would walk around i'd walk in the nurse station i would like it was legitimately my the playground. nurses dude like man, dude, I, dude crazy it, but some of the nurses didn't like me some of the older nurses they i it was like they're used to, they're used to people doing what they tell you, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll do it in a minute, you know, like give me a second, like come <laughs> okay. back around, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I'm busy right now, go away, right? Like I was like a a a, a ch- not not a child, but like a teenager. <laughs> well, you, you were, know what I'm no, no, like, nah, nah, you were yeah. a child, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like I'm like I'm busy right now, like you, know, you like they're they're like, oh, we have to like, but like I learned really quickly. And for with hospital life, like what was nece- like a necessity mm-hmm. and what they just did as procedure, right? Like yeah. I had uh, you know, I had so I had a I had a um a pick line in. So they didn't have to inject me every time when they wanted to give me stuff, right? Yep. They just so so I learned really quickly that I'm like, listen, like 
they're like, oh, we need to hook you up to fluid. I'm like, I don't need to be consi- – I'm not dehydrated, right? Like I don't – like, you know, when you see your typical hospital walking around with the thing, right, and the the bag. The IV pole, yeah. The IV pole. Like that's just water. That's not medication, right? Like that's just keeping the patient hydrated. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to be hooked up to this. Like, I don't need water. I'm not in my bed not drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm not malnourished. Like, I don't need this. And, you know, a lot of nurses, you know, I, I would uh, – some nurses want to hook me. Other nurses wouldn't and then would be really – when they would change shifts, would be really weirded out when I would be, like, unhooked from it, right? Because it was yeah. different for them. They're used to – this is how it is. These patients are like this, like – but now you have this one patient with his fucking computer in here, you know, he's, <laughs> he's drinking World fucking, Warcraft drinking, and... drinking monster energy as a mini fridge. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like my doctor's like, yo, you got to stop drinking, drinking monster mainly because Roswell's coffee is fucking terrible. And I'm like, dude, like, I was like, I, I got to like, stay I need, caffeinated. Yeah. Bro. I was like, dude, I can't drink your coffee. Like I need, I need caffeine. Like. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, but like, do it another way, because like, your kidneys are giving it. Your kidneys are kind of not. Yeah, not I mean, what the fuck happy. were you thinking, bro? What the fuck? I don't care. You're not gonna nah, tell me dude. what I can and can't. You can drink. You tell me you can scrape out some marrow, but you can't get a fucking Tim Hortons in here, Roswell. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? They have a Spock. I'm like, no, but the issue is that like, I and I've been asked him. I'm like, and there's some, there's some like. um crossover like you they can't bring you can bring outside things in but like if i wanted spot coffee i couldn't have a nurse go get me one so if you had to have your dad bring it for you this must have been before this was before the days of fucking doordash and fucking grubhub and all that shit right uh there was still a thing but like i don't think they'd bring it to my hospital room oh so <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I can't imagine some fucking. I would just have my mom and sh- or something like bring me McDonald's or or Burger King or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just some really healthy cancer food. Yeah. Yeah. Some well, you know, to- the food, the, <laughs> dude, the food at Roswell sucks dick. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> they focus because, all like, their budget on hiring the top. No, doctors. because because their cafeteria is great. Like when I go there for checkups and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is great. They every all the food there is 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 fantastic. You have people coming from buffalo general over to roswell just to use their cafeteria because the one at buff general sucks cock Mm -hmm. so it's like so it's like it's good but the thing is is if you're a patient you're not getting food from the cafeteria like they're saying their cooks and their that area is not the one preparing the patient food Mm -hmm. so it's much more in the lines of your of your typical like hospital food you know what i'm saying yeah, like just like, like pretty on a tray yeah yeah <laughs> got it so like unless i had my dad go down to the cafeteria like i i ordered food this you know the same way you use room service like i call them and i'm like hey i need food and they bring me food yep. right but it's not from the cafeteria it's from some fucking backwater whatever they some back room that apparently they, they won't send me fucking French. I tried to order French toast once at three in the morning and they wouldn't make it for me. All right. And I was really fucking <laughs> about it. Did you pull the I'm dying card? I feel like it doesn't work at Roswell because everyone at no, Roswell is No, I was like, what the fuck you mean? Like, what do you mean you can't make me French? Like, I was, I was, I was pretty pissed about it. You should have been like, this could be the last French toast I'll ever have. They'd be like, we saw you fucking playing DPS upstairs, dude. We know you're fucking fine, okay? Like, <laughs> to see those monsters, yeah. <laughs> um god yeah okay so you definitely haven't uh 
you definitely haven't fucking changed much then i guess it it just if if cancer was going to hit somebody i guess it 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 made the wrong choice hitting you because you definitely have not let it um take you down in, in a sense did you go through it all uh through um also first of all thank you for telling us that our podcast was really boring and then talking about death for fucking 30 minutes (laughs) but (laughs) but did you go through all of the uh the staple recovery stages like you were talking about eating burger king and stuff and i made the joke about cancer food like can you did you have trouble keeping stuff down like i like chemo really oh oh oh, yeah so and again um this might sound insensitive, but I guess I I, I don't know. You, you I, got anyone your card. can speak on yeah. it. Yeah. You got your black card, dude. You got well, it. You know, people. I think a lot of people like they say they're fighting cancer. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing a lot of fighting. I was doing a lot of fucking nothing, mm-hmm. and and that was it. Yeah, like I wasn't. I wasn't fighting. Like I was certainly weakened, but I wasn't sick. Right, I wasn't puking. You know, unless I had like the uh, pneumonia, like that's different. Mm -hmm. Like, but like there's the general, like I I felt, I don't want to say I felt okay. Because obviously you have chemo, like it, it takes a toll. Yeah. But like, I wasn't like real, like it wasn't, I I wasn't like bedridden, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so interesting Um, because every other time you hear of somebody going through chemotherapy, they're always you know, depicted as throwing up and not being able yeah. to Would you say so, that you had it easier than most people then? So, so n- I think that I, I was younger. Mm-hmm. I'm healthy, you know. So easier isn't I, the word. I didn't, it's just get, I didn't get radiation. Yeah. Which is d- different. Radiation, I felt worse after the single... Uh, and, and granted, I got a lot of radiation. It was full body radiation. Yeah. Right? So it was, it wasn't like, uh, you know, some people go in for a 10 minute radiation session at a specific point of their body. Yeah. Right? They'll just have it targeted. Like right. They have a target. Almost. I got full blast. They were like, just right? put them in the fucking, room and fucking turn it on. <laughs> yeah. 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 So in that sense, so, but I felt worse after that than I did after the week of chemo I got. Mm. So maybe it's different. I mean, there's different types of chemotherapy, right? So, uh, it did not suck, but like I said, I, I wasn't bedridden. I still had energy. You know, I was playing video games, right? Like, mm. I, I wasn't puking in a bucket. I wasn't crawling on the floor. You know, like, couldn't stand up. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of that had to do with myself, keeping myself active. I had the uh, personal trainers come in there. Uh, every day so i did a workout with them mm. right and then i used the treadmill um because they had a treadmill and and like kind of this like workout station on the floor i was on yeah and again i'm this 22 year old kid surrounded by old people yeah. right and i'm just i'm jogging you know what i'm saying like <laughs> just like flexing like, on old people th- yeah <laughs> no really no really though like it's, it's really like I, i'd be like you know I'd be like, you know, I had these slippers, so I was sliding down the floor, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like, you know, I would run and hit the it, you most know, most cock cancer patient of all time. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I was fully torqued, you know, I'm so <laughs> fully torqued. So, but like, but it must've been weird because there were some old people there that couldn't move like I could. Right? Yeah. So like, 
so like uh, you know again and honestly i a lot of the nurses enjoyed when because i would i would like i would have shifts for nurses and and it's not the fault of the patient but a lot of sometimes these guys they're bitter they they're really down about what's happening to them right and they yeah. take it out on the on the staff yeah, of course right and again it's not i'm not blaming them no right? real fault of their own no no yeah. no there's just some people but, that, that handle things differently that's all right yeah. right so but a lot of these nurses would be relieved when i would be on their docket because I would be like, hey, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's good? Yeah. Like, you know, I, you know, they, they, they would. I, I remember, I, I remember the one janitor man. He was this black guy, and he, he had these huge dreadlocks, and he was really cool, and he lived in Buffalo. I forgot what his name was. It was really early, but he would hang out in my room, and we would watch basketball for hours, <laughs> and. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Nice. And like, you are a people and, and, person. You would say yeah, that, right? And, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. And he, you know, and the nurses would come and they'd come talk to me, right? Yeah. They, you know, and, and I. Do you guys? There was this. There was this uh, one girl. She went to our school. You know, Kendra Menard. Oh yeah. Yep. She was doing her nursing, like a clinical um, rotation. Yeah, yep. she was going to school for nursing, at Roswell. So she would come visit me, right, uh, when I was there, and. And she would tell me all the horror stories of patients and, and how they're super mean to her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe that's why most of these nurses enjoy coming to talk to me. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's, it's just a different vibe when they come in. Well, like, some I'm, people lash out and then some people bring their gaming PC in so they can watch 4K 60 FPS porn at night. And it's all good. <laughs> yeah, straight up. So, so it was like, yeah. So, you know, again, so... I don't know. It was. It was just. A, it was. It, it must have been strange, right? For for not only the people on my floor, but even the nursing staff, right? I, you know, so, and that's just because I, I don't think a lot of cancer patients acted the way I no. did when I was there. So, like, they, you know, it was. It was probably strange for them. Well, so. I'm sure you made people smile, man. I know you fucking make me laugh all the goddamn time. So that's. So I. I can fucking guarantee that you pissed off anyone over forty, but I am sure that anyone underneath that. Oh yeah, there was. Range. Yeah, there was. There was this one nurse. I hated her. She. She hated me, dude. And I think. <laughs> Uh, I think she tried to avoid me yeah. as much as she can, you know. But the younger nurses, they all, they all, they all dig me, man. I was, I was chilling. So, um, we're glad to have you. Well, you were able to come on the podcast. You're well enough to be able to sit here and talk about some shit. And actually, it sounded almost like reminiscing. Um, uh, obviously, a very dark time that you have flipped around and made into something. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know how fucking old dads just say, "Ah, it builds character." It has definitely built. It has <laughs> yeah. definitely built your character, like in the best I, way possible. I would say. Yeah, I get. The only thing is, it, it's it kind of sucked because it happened in the middle of college. Yeah. So like, not only did I have to pick it back up again, um, but my dad was also, and you know, my dad was like really, uh, it, to no fault of his own, he was really like, "All right, like you're home now." When you get back to UB, I'm like, Dad, <laughs> the most on. dad thing I've ever heard. I'm like, bro. Dad, chill. Like, you know, like, I, I, the transplant was two months ago. Like, I can't go to UB. 
Uh, he's like, you're a negative blood type. Why not a positive blood type? Like, Man, you can go out in, he's like, you can go out in public. You better be getting back to school. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of that was kind of rough. It, it was really rough. It was a really hard adjustment going from literally doing nothing all fucking day, right? Mm-hmm. To now I'm going to classes at UB, right? Yeah. Like it, like think, think, you know, it, it's such a like hard left turn in the pace of what you were doing, yeah. right? And even now I'm, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm still figuring out, like, right? So like I graduated from UB, right? I have my degree. I finally got a job, mm-hmm. right? Now this Corona stuff hit, which is making it all fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I missed, I like, I missed that, like that window of like the, when you're like 22 to like 25, when you network, you kind of build your, you know, you kind of find a, find out where you're going with mm-hmm. a career or do something. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I had, I had that halted and then I just had to pick it right back up again. So, so for a long time, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? Yeah. Like, like I finished school, but like, I don't have any, I didn't, I don't have any relationships with people in my field, right? Because it's not like I did internships because I was a sophomore when I went in and I, I honestly went to school too like, I, I went, I probably went back to school too, like earlier than I should have, mm-hmm. right? Like I missed a lot of classes and yeah. luckily my professors were very, like I would tell them about my situation right and they you know they were accommodating right mm-hmm. but I, I i would miss i think i missed weeks of a semester just because i would be sick yeah. because i was going back into uh with a classes filled with people right like and i was just i was being reintroduced into i was like finally testing my immune system against everything else and i was getting yeah you're getting fucking your ass fucking butt fucked. To you. You pretty much got to start life over again. Right. And then you're finally getting back on your bullshit now. And then the fucking world's like, nah, we're just going to have a pandemic. How about that? Right, right. That's (laughs) that's the worst fucking part, too, is like, is like, I find like I I graduate college, you know, and then like, I'm kind of like, you know, should do I do grad school? Do I fucking find a job? You know, and I'm kind of sitting on my ass and then I'm like, I'm gonna find a job. So I get a job at UB, right? And then coronavirus hits, no. and now I can't do any work. So now, you know, my my because my boss now is was my professor because I basically just emailed my professor because I'm an archaeologist, right? So like, it's it's different than than other careers, right? Like, I really need to build a reputation in the field. Yeah, it's not like you to can go somebody. to fucking archaeologists are us and be like right. hand in a resume. Like that's I, not yeah. how it works. So I basically emailed my professor like, hey, I need a job. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, our archaeology team has an opening. I'm like, great. There and then coronavirus hits. Cuomo shuts down all the construction. And if you didn't know, archaeologists are paid by construction Counts companies. as construction, yeah. Yeah. Really. It's kind of like deconstruction, yeah. but yeah. Well, well, so New York State has a law that you need to – if you're building something, you need to make sure it's not some it, – it, it doesn't have any historical value. You're not some – you're not bulldozing some ancient Indian spiritual ground, right? Yeah. Um, much to the dismay of the construction companies, because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, of course. Right? They They're were just like, I'm so, just trying to get paid because I haven't gotten paid yeah, in three months. So now. anyway, at least because like the the work I do at UB is is survey archaeology. It's low scale archaeology, right? So it's not like we're digging up fucking tombs and killing not Nazis. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Nazi so, zombies, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
so basically our contracts are from construction companies but with construction halted there's no need to survey anything right exactly. so so and yeah so yeah it was kind of it was kind of it kind of sucks cock because like i'm like all right graduated got my degree like kind of getting back on it coronavirus or, or, or well i get a job coronavirus well shit now i don't even know when i'm going back to work mm-hmm. i'm still employed it's not like they fired the team right but yeah. like it's like a layoff almost kind of yeah it's like well you know you know and and honestly it, it sucks for my colleagues on the team because i still get disability right yeah. like i still receive gov like payments from the government well, you've always been a mooch. Like that's not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm leeching. <laughs> yeah. I'm leeching. Like any of that shit. story justifies you being on fucking welfare, bro. Yeah, yeah honestly, bro. Like, fuck, no, dude, they don't fucking pay me enough. They yeah. need to give me more money. Okay, <laughs> Joey could go down there and tell him that he's too fucking sad to work, and they'd pay him double what they're giving me. <laughs> you, you think get that's less a fucking than sad jo- people, dude? Dude, dude, you think that's a fucking joke? Like they. I had to bring in graphs. Like, they're lucky that my dad kept such detailed notes of my treatment because they didn't believe that, you know, because I look healthy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not like I, it's not like I'm missing a fucking hand. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I might be skinnier than I was when I went in, but like, you know, so I, you know, it, it's, you know, they, like, it's taken a while for, you know, disability to, and this is a problem with a lot because stem cell transplants are a new thing. Right, yeah. like they're they're the cure to leukemia. That that that's what it is. Right? I have I have a solution. I think you should cut your hand off because one, then you'd get more disability, and for two, I think having a hook hand would be really cool yeah, for your that'd be profession. Pretty cool. you that'd be pretty sick. An archaeologist. Oh yeah, yeah shit, I wouldn't be fuck. able. To, yeah, so yeah, don't shit. do that. Now, <laughs> my, I'd my, lose my, a foot. my next question: You'd rather lose a foot, bro? My entire leg. Over an arm. Right, over an entire arm. leg? Dude, no, you seen some of those like robot fucking legs and shit? Like those yeah, like, you can prosthetics get good legs pros? I do yeah. like prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't want to like. Star Wars now. I feel like I'm bringing negative loose limb energy on me if I if I talk about how cool they are. I'll, I'll be honest with you like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next question, Clark, actually is because you're talking about getting back into the professional side of things. Now, I know that you're a party boy. I know this. This is something that I know about you. So how hard was it not being able to... Because before all this happened, you, you were going in with the boys. You were going in with the uh, squad. And it was pretty... Missing a lot to be of honest, that. Like the yeah. things that you used to do. Like you used to yeah. have your own fucking house that you would throw parties at and you didn't even... Did you just sneak in? Like what the fuck? What was that about? Because Zars oh, told me bits yeah, and pieces, yeah. but I don't really know shit about that. Yeah, so it was so it was when I lived during high school when I lived in Clarence. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived in this like newly developed suburb, right? Yeah. Uh, on High on Heisey Road, and there was an abandoned house. Well, it wasn't abandoned, but like it was like a foreclosed house, and it was it wasn't like a fucking heroin addicts. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, like, it was in a, Clarence it was a, on a development right, road. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, and it, it wasn't on the same road. It was kind of across this like field. Oh, okay. That we had to cross. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like in the neighborhood, but anyway, it was this house. It was like a farmhouse. And I knew the people who lived there years ago, but they moved and it was kind of just abandoned. So one day we just kind of go over there and you know we're kids we're like shooting we had a potato gun right like the 
you know, where you put you. Oh, you Joey had one, one of those, those too. Joey yeah, had yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You still have it, yeah. Yeah, do with the with you the spray the hairspray and shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yep. blow that shit so, up. Yeah. You know, we would like launch it. So eventually, we go over there and you know see what it's all about, and like no one's there. So we're like, okay, we could like come here to do a bunch of like high school shit, like drink beer, smoke weed, do a, you know whatever we're doing. Yeah. Um, study right. Yes, study. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. That's how it started. Me, Zar, Connor, a couple other people. Like, we would just go over there and drink beer, spray paint on the walls. Like, we fucking, we oh were, we, we made that shit a trap. Mm. It was just a normal house before we went there. We were bringing up, we were bringing my dad's generator over there. We were giving it electricity. <laughs> Jesus. Right? We were Your stealing. poor father. Bring yeah, his we were doing that. <laughs> we tried to steal electricity from. Uh, we so we live next to Militello. Do you know who that is? Um, he's a construction yeah, guy. Yeah, but we yeah. live next to we live next to them, right? Mm. Uh, and we tried to steal we tried to steal electricity from them, but they caught on pretty quick. And they're like, <laughs> you know, and they liked us. I mean, we're the neighbors. They're like, listen, you yeah. can't steal our electricity. Like, you know, we know what you're doing here, but and we're not. You know, we don't really care, but just don't leech our electricity, right? Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, so it was, it just became this kind of party house. We'd play beer pong there. We would smoke weed there. We would, you know, just kind of hang out there. We got the hot tub. Touch butts, dude. Fucking yeah, suck dude, each other's dicks, Yeah, dude, a bunch of gay bro. shit. Bunch of gay <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know? Gay so, shit and gang shit. That's all that's yeah, what all you're about. Yeah, really what it was. And we called it Berlin. <laughs> yeah. Um, you called it Berlin? Yeah, we called it Berlin. <laughs> I, I actually don't remember why we started calling it I Berlin. have a feeling it was some Nazi shit. I'll be honest. No, 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 I don't think it was. Oh like we weren't, we weren't spray painting like swastikas or anything. It wasn't that degenerate. Uh, okay, all right. Um, I forgot why we called it Berlin. I, I would have to. Maybe Zar remembers. Anyway, we gotta have Zar on um, the podcast too for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, it all went away because we were partying one day there, and the cops came in. Right. <laughs> oh. Uh, and it was really scary because you know I think at the time I was like sixteen. Right. And the cops don't know what's happening in there, so they have like guns drawn and shit. You know oh what I'm saying? Oh my god! Like, yeah, they probably thought it was like a like a drug house, the, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. The they had the light. They had the lights, and it was pretty funny because like once they once they're like, oh, this is you know, they had us all up against the walls, right? Like patting us down, guns <laughs> out, right? Um, but once they realized what we were doing, like we were like we were like, no, 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 like let's give you a. T-. We gave the cops a tour of this place, right? And they're like, man. We would have loved it if we were your age. Yeah, right. Oh my <laughs> God. You know what I'm saying? So, so, um, so, then so you paid actually, off the cops. No, 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 no. <laughs> what happened was, what happened? Because we had a bunch of weed there. We had beer. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, they should have given us tickets, right? Yeah. Like they should have done something. Their job. But what they did was they're like, all right. So what we did was we loaded all. We had thirties that we had like three thirties there, right? Some liquor. We, they were like, all right, they opened the cop car, they opened their, uh, the trunk of the cop car and they're like, put all the beer in the trunk. So you have these 16 year olds hauling thirties out of this house, putting them in the trunk of the cop car. And they're like, yep, just take the generator and don't come back here. Cops drove away and we left. You vandalized the fucking property. Holy shit, bro. Right. But those cops didn't care. They took our beer and drank it, bro. That's what they did. I feel like that happens at a lot of house parties. That's insane. That's fucking crazy. Then a couple years later, the bank foreclosed it. 
they went to probably demolish it, found all of our debauchery there, right? Because it's not like the co- like we didn't clean anything up, yeah. right? Like there's still pra- spray paint everywhere. Um, they sent a private investigator out to my house with like pictures of it, right? Because they're trying to find out who the fuck vandalized this property. Oh and I won't ever remember, dude. Like <laughs> they had our names, right? I Should you be talking about this? Yeah, I was going to say, you shouldn't have been saying any <laughs> oh, of this. Whatever, dude. It's who cares. Anyway, they have our name. I remember the one part. They, Czar spray painted Zarbot on one of the walls and they oh, have a picture of his it old tag. and they're like and the guys are showing me the names of who they have they're like is Zarbot Tristan Azar and I'm like nope <laughs> you know what I'm saying God. like you know what I'm Fuck saying the and I'm like, straight from the <laughs> you know oh and God. like it was almost it was I remember thinking it was funny at the time because I'm like it, it's so obvious that they know that that's who that is right? yeah like but you know, I'm like, I don't know who Zarbot is. They're like, are you sure it's not Azar? I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. You know, like, dude, you know, those could those be cops must have gotten in some shit for that. Yeah, well, we didn't tell them about the cops. Oh yeah, like this well, is a whole it's on different... record. They know. No, no, no. This was this was years later. Yeah, like, and I'm saying yeah. that they went back and they definitely knew that the sheriffs or the troopers showed up for that. I don't think I mean, so, dude, man. Why because... would they have came to your house then? Why would they have come to your house? Because you were on record in that property because the cops found you there. That's a fact. Uh, yeah, that maybe. That does make sense. Yeah, make probably. Sense. But it was years later, so it's not like we were going to get in any trouble for it, right? But no, it was still kind of... If you killed a guy five years ago, you could still yeah. get in trouble for killing a guy yeah. five years ago. Uh, yeah, I guess. But, you know, eventually it just kind of all went away because I think they ended up just demolishing it, right? Oh, like, it, I think the bank... Justin, yeah, that's we got to bleep some shit out, bro. We can't, we can't post this. Mark's going to get in trouble again. <laughs> no. He, he's admitted to everything. Bro, this was tw- this was 12 years ago. Like, nah, this know? is a so, satire podcast. All this was made up, including his cancer. Yeah, yeah no, Every part true. of it was made up. Yeah. So, anyway, that, that's <laughs> but the story he is a of Berlin. He is a mooch. That's the only part that was real. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, that's the story of Berlin. So, uh, rip Berlin, bro. It was great. Wow, rip, so, did they demolish the house? I don't know. I haven't been back there. Um, Good. One of these days, I might <laughs> check I, I might check it out. But, like, you know, I, again, like, I, we only knew about it because, like, we were, you know, 15. You're riding around on bikes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a year later, we all have cars. Like, we're not going to... Like, it's not, we're not, like, going to party spots any, anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, it's right. like, you know, event, you know, we only knew of it because you're 14, you're biking everywhere. Like, you know the little, you, like, you know what I'm saying? You the know the landmarks. Right. right. Well, like, then, yeah. like, a month later, you got in trouble for climbing on top of the elementary school, too, right? Uh, that was before that. <laughs> oh, uh, <God. laughs> Yeah, I was up, I remember, I remember I found a bunch of beer up there, and I was drinking it, and then the cops came, and then sent us home. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? I heard. I heard that they actually put you in handcuffs and brought you to the uh, holding center. What the fuck? That didn't happen. No, nah, dude. He's uh, white. What do you dude, mean? what? Yeah. Well, clearly he's white because <laughs> the fucking story he just told. But um, no. All right. I've so, never been so taken to the told, holding center. Okay, I've so never we're... been in trouble. The only time I was in trouble was when me and my my buddy Binner. We're bumping 50. I had, so I had these subwoofers, right? Like these fucking 32 inch subwoofers, yeah. like bumping in my house and it was shaking the whole house, right? Like, you know, me and Binner were smoking tons of weed in my house. Like my dad's not home and we're just, bu- I remember we're bumping 50 cents. Did I ever tell you how cool you are, bro? 
Like, yeah. you're the coolest guy I know. So, no, we're bumping, we're bumping 50 Cent, and then the cops come. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It, we were playing 50 Cent. Like, what I remember song, specifically. It was in the club. It was fucking. <gasps> so, anyway, yeah, anyway. So, they come, and, um, yeah, they, 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 they're fucking dickheads. They wrote us up for the weed, and I had to go to fucking court in Clarence, and I got an ACD. But that's the only trouble I've ever actually been in, because I, I don't do fucking dumb shit. So, like, you know, that's it's so like, funny. you know, and, so and a lot of the times it's like, uh, you know, I've, I've interacted with cops a lot, but a lot of the times they're just like, you know, it was just for, like, weed or something, right? So, like, they just, they're just like, all right, like, took the weed and go, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, you know... I was, you know, I'm not getting caught with like fucking, like I, I was never like dealing, dealing or anything, right? Right, like, right. I, I would, I would get caught with maybe like a slice of weed or something in a bowl, right? Yeah. Like, and they're like, we, we don't even, re- what are we going to do, right? Like, <laughs> so, you know. The fine's less than the amount of weed that you bought. Like, yeah. it's not even yeah, fucking so, worth like, it. Yeah, so like, it's not even worth it. So yeah. like that, you know, like, you know, I've they interacted with the police a lot. break but... the bowl and fucking crush the weed or whatever the Thor. Yeah, they just that's take exactly it what they did. It, like so... the cops at Berlin, so. Yeah, so other than that, that's kind of, I've never actually been in like serious trouble, right? Like, yeah. I, you know, so. Um... Wow, hilarious. Anyway. That's fucking Joey, great. Joey, who, who the fuck told you that, bro? What the I fuck? I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. But I remember uh, around the time that it ended up happening or when you got caught or whatever on top of the school, somebody said that the cop went and put you uh, in handcuffs and then brought you to uh, the holding center up the road or whatever and had your parents come pick you up or something like that. Yeah, nope. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, nope. Yeah, a lot of people fucking spreading rumors, man. Yeah, yeah what the fuck, bro? Yeah, the gay rumor is true, though, right? Yeah, that's just totally true. like that's totally like dick. That's just true. Like big penis, dude. Like big. That's it, huh, dude. Um. Well, we're we're kind of we're kind of closing up on our on our next uh, thirty minute point, and honestly, that was fucking a lot of fun. You had a lot of yeah. cool shit to tell us. Um, you brought us way down for about 30 minutes and then you brought us way up for about 30 minutes. So overall five out of 10 Clark. Thank you very much. Five out of 10. Out of 10. <laughs> You're <fuck>? mediocre. <laughs> no, man, seriously. I, 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 uh, I had a lot of fun learning about you and, and, and the things that you've gone through. So thank you for coming on the podcast real quickly. Is there anything that you want to say to future guests? And we've got to, Oh uh, like, yeah. You want to tell Ryan to stop fucking bullying Oh my God. Oh, stop. <laughs> Okay, I'm fucking sensitive about it, bro. I don't... <laughs> we'll get you two All guys right. on here and hash it out. Yeah, we might have to do that. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a fan, Clark. Thank you for having the balls to come on here. I'm glad you're still around. Maybe we can learn more about each other in the future. Um, I'm just saying that for the pod. Don't actually talk to me after this is all over. <laughs> okay, fuck you. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>